No one knows how many churches there are in England, or exactly where they are, but St John the Baptist in Tame, Oxfordshire, is an example of at least one of them. Originally named after the saint of the same name, St John's has stood on this same patch of churchyard since Norman times, before which it was almost certainly perpendicular. Neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his laws which he set before us. Although since the beginning of the 20th century the number of people attending church regularly has fallen by twice that amount over the same period of time, here there are still a committed few who have gathered at 9 o'clock on a weekday Thursday morning for the act of morning prayer, to share in rituals and thoughts that are older than tame itself. Goodbye, Andrew. Goodbye, Sarah. Goodbye, Stuart. Goodbye, Andrew. Thank you. Andrew Treverton has been rector of St John's for six years. His is one of the few professions where you're still regarded as relatively young at the age of 48, so at the age of 43, he's regarded as young even for him. Lovely service. Yeah, people have all kinds of ideas of what a vicar should look like and sound like, but uh, I'm afraid all I can be is me, really. I mean, I know there are parishioners who almost expect their vicar to be sort of otherworldly and out of touch, almost as part of the job description. Right. And then there are others who expect their vicar to be sort of uh, like a trendy English teacher, you know, call me Andy. Thank you. But I'm not really either of those two things. Although a man of God, he's also very much a man in touch with his feet, both of which are on the ground. So what sort of vicar are you then, Mandy? Um, good question. Not really sure I can answer that. Well, you know, have a go. Um, well, maybe you could say I'm a WYSIWYG vicar. Right. What you see is what you get. Uh, if you can't have what you want, then you have to learn to want what you have. Yes. Right. Good. Andrew's next commitment yes. of the day is his regular once-weekly meeting in the small office at the parish hall with church secretary, Margaret as Inwood. As coming Sunday goes, you're all right for the Gospels, aren't you? Yeah, I do the Gospels, yeah. So we just need someone to do the epistles, then... Brian's gone to Cheltenham. Oh, yeah, that's right, he told me. What about Arthur? Arthur's dead, I'm afraid. Oh, yes, of course he is. Margaret has been Andrew's uh, secretary for five that. years. It's a role which is both unpaid and involuntary, but having watched her own family grow up and move away, including last year her husband Michael, she now has the time necessary to devote herself to an institution which for her has become something of a religion. I bought some Irish tea. I don't know whether you'd like some. Oh, really? Oh, beauties. Oh. You were talking about Ireland last week, and... Yeah. That's very thoughtful of you. Yeah, I do love Ireland. Unfortunately, I don't think Sarah quite shares my passion. No. It is very lovely, isn't it? Yes. What about a cup for Roy? Oh, no, really, don't. Um... It'll have to be a tea bag, I'm afraid. I bought the beauty specially. Right. The most pressing item on this week's agenda is tonight's fundraising event right. for the restoration of the church I funds. I have seen them and assumed that it was an evening for people in their 70s rather than a 70s evening. Oh, dear. So ticket sales have been on the sluggish side. I mean, I think your idea was the best. What was that? You said we should have had a 60s evening because a lot of people who enjoyed the 60s are now actually in their 60s and that way we'd win either way. Oh, right, yeah. That was very good. Yes. It's not an easy job. In fact, it's sometimes very difficult. But overall, I feel pretty lucky. It's hardly a day goes by when I don't count my blessings. Right, and presumably when it comes to counting blessings, you really know what you're doing. 
His morning meeting having finished early, Andrew is on his way to the village of Adverse Camber to perform one of the more unusual duties that a vicar can be asked to perform in either his or her full-length cassock. Now, this is a couple who have recently moved into the parish into this new house, and they want me to bless it. Right. I mean, is it difficult to bless a house? Difficult. Well, yeah, I mean, really, it's a question of an appropriate form of prayer and some holy water. Right. Holy water? Yeah. Is this it here? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yes, right. Right, so... So, I mean, you just put it in a Volvic bottle for ease of... Um, well, yes. yes. Yes, if you like. Mm. Pamela and John Elliot have been married for a year and a half. Not at all. I feel guilty about dragging you out all this way. Not, not at all, no. It's nice to be asked. Uh, John's just inside making a cup of tea. No, I'm not. Hello, John. Hello, Andrew. <laughs> Amazingly, they'd both been attending their local church in Warwickshire for years without speaking either to each other or anyone else, when out of the blue one day they suddenly discovered that they shared a mutual interest in not being lonely all their lives. They've been in their new home for just five weeks. Well, this is lovely, isn't it? Mm. Thank you. Yes, oh, we love it, Andrew. I mean, at first we weren't really sure about the colour. No. No, go on, go away. Well, it looks sort of white to me. No, we weren't sure what colour to paint it. Oh, I no. see. Yes, yeah, sorry. No, Off you I go. mean, I like white, which is white's my favourite colour. But John wanted something which wasn't quite as nice. Yes. Well, it's always difficult. No, no, yes. get off. Oh, and this is Mountfield. Oh, he's nice. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> what is he? It's a dog. Yes. Right. Mm. It's quite, he's quite all right. It's quite friendly, really. Yes. I think he thinks you're another dog. Yes, I think he does. Mm. But I'm not, though. Oh, Lord, bless those who live in this house and may their path through life be guided by you. Amen. 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 Andrew has brought with him a special implement called an aspergill, which he very rarely uses and looks almost exactly like a perfectly ordinary domestic pastry brush. comes to pass, grant John, Pamela and Mountfield the peace and tranquility of knowing thy eternal grace and love. Amen. 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 May this living stroke dining room be a For Pam and John, these moments mark an important signpost on the way towards their chosen path, towards their future journey towards togetherness, and they've both taken time off some kind of work to be here. May this bathroom with separate shower be a place of peace and happiness, both for those who live here and all those who visit. Amen. 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 O Lord, in whatever comes to pass, grant Pam and John the peace and happiness to know thy eternal love and grace. Amen. Amen. Get off. Would you like another cup of tea, Andrew? Oh, no, thank you. Or another biscuit? No, thank you, no. My wife made me promise I won't eat between meals. Would you like a meal, then? No, thank you, really. No, no it was really nice. I don't know, it just felt right. It means a lot to us. Yes, thank you, Andrew. Mm. No, not at all. The ceremony right. over, there's time for a cup of tea in the newly blessed kitchen. Um, how can we... Uh, what can we... You must tell us. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, is there a set, set rate or... No, 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 not at all. No, no, no. No, I, I mean, I'm more than happy to do it, really. Well, we dragged you all the way out here. Oh, not at all. No, 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 no. No, I, I mean, if people want to make a personal contribution to church funds, then, of course, that's up to them. But, I mean, there's, there's no charge at all as such. Oh, good. Yes. Right. Would you like another cup of tea? No, thank you. Oh, you found one then? Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, I suppose uh, I suppose we really ought to be going. Uh, sit here all day drinking tea. Would you like another no, cup? No, no, thank you. Uh, will we be seeing you at the seventies evening this evening? I'm afraid it's not really John's thing. No. Hmm? no. He's much happier at home in the garage with his tanks. Yeah. Oh, right, right. We'll be there at half past six. Oh, right. Oh, oh, good. Well, I, I am pleased. Um, I don't think it actually starts until seven thirty. We'll be there at half past six. Right. Good. Well, um, we'll see you later, then. Where's Mountfield? Um, I think he must have gone out. I left the back door ajar for him. No, he hasn't, actually. Oh, poor little thing. Must be tired out. Yes, I think he probably is. 
was the house like? Yes, it was quite nice, really. Yes, it was uh, a bungalow. Sounds bloody grim. Surely no one chooses to live in a bungalow. Well, it's simply pleased with it. I mean, that's like, I don't know, choosing to wear a hearing aid or false teeth. It's a bit harsh. It's ridiculous. Like a lot of people today, Andrew's wife, Sarah, works as a commissioning editor for a publishing company in Oxford. Did you bring my pastry patch back? Yeah. Good. Because of the relative amounts of time involved compared to the cost of not travelling, it's a job which allows her to work both to and from home. And when that happens, she and Andrew are able to have lunch together if either of them are there. Well, what sort of dog was it? No, I don't know. It was one of those quite um, slobbery ones, you know, but um, it was very affectionate. Yes. Still, they aren't your best shoes, are they? Yes. They've been married for 25 years, having met at university in Edinburgh, where Andrew was studying history as a postgraduate, and Sarah was at that time working towards a degree of happiness. The plan was, when we first got to know each other, was that we'd both teach English as a foreign language and just use that as a way of travelling. You know, just go wherever we wanted to go, see where life took us. So how did you react when Andrew first announced his intention of going off to theological college instead? Well, I was pregnant when he told me. God, that's quite a reaction. What? Um, Sarah was very good about it. I told her at the time, you realise this means there are some things we're probably not going to be able to have, like, you know... Excitement I mean, on the life. Foreign holidays, expensive meals out. And expensive meals in. And she said, you know, if you feel this is something you really have to do, then you must do it. And he did. Yeah. And looking back now, do you have any... Um... I'm sorry. Excuse me. Um, are you actually going to fish every single one of those out? Well, it's just... You know, I... I just thought I'd put some in today. You yes, know, I... just for a change. I mean, they're lovely, but, you know, I... I, I, I should have known. I just thought I'd put them to one side. I just thought I'd put them to one side. <laughs> mm. uh, I have this vision where one day I say something different or do something, you know, just spontaneously. And Andrew says, great, let's have some of that, count me in. Or even, no, I hate that, I dare you, I would rather be dead. What I want is this. Instead, what happens? I just thought I'd put them to one side. Right. So, looking back now, do you, I mean, do you look back or do you prefer to look, you know, to keep your eyes... Um, I mean, the salad's lovely, darling. It's just Apart from anything else, can you imagine anyone not liking olives? Uh, well, I mean, they are so... You know, oh, you don't know what you're missing. Everybody... Guppy. No. Would you like one? What fuck, would you like them? No, I don't want to... Uh... Oh, you might as well. Somebody might as well be having a good time. No, but... Oh, no, no, please, you'd be doing me a good turn. There you go. Right. Your very own Mount of Olives. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, leave it. The machine all picked up. No, I bet. See who it is. Andrew, even God has lunch. In fact, surely he invented it. Might be Margaret about this evening. He's so nice. He is nice, isn't he? Mm, he's fantastic. Um, yes. It might be Margaret. Mmm, lovely. That's Spanish. Good. Have you met Margaret yet? No, I haven't, no. Oh, he's your secretary. Oh, yes, I have then. Sorry. I mean, I think it's very sweet, really. She must be 55. Um, I'm sorry, I'm not... Um... I call her a vicar chick. Really? After lunch, Andrew has 20 minutes before his next appointment. Too long to usefully waste, but too short to be any longer. I'd say at least 70% of what I do is listening. Right. And what sort of things do people talk about in the other 30% of the time? Oh, all kinds of things. All human life. And why do you think people... Look, I'm sorry, I really don't know what it is. It's Moody Blues, Why a Shade of Pale. Oh, yes, right, yes, of course, right. OK, right, what about this one? No, no, that's all right, that's all right. I'm fine. Oh, right. So, I mean, why, actually, um, Why a Shade of Pale was Procol Harum. Was it? 
Yes, I think so, yes. Well, what was it that I was playing then? I don't know who that was by. All oh, right. Um, so, so, I mean, why is it do you think that people come to you as a vicar? I am a vicar. But, I mean, these days, if I feel I need to talk to someone, why would I choose a minister of the church? I mean, what's the difference between what you can offer me and what a trained counsellor or a Freudian prostitute can offer? A what? Freudian psychiatrist, obviously. Yes. I mean, that was just, you know, yes. a different word. Yes. Well, in answer to your question, yes, good. I suppose three things come to mind. God, faith and the Bible. Right. Can I ask you, do you yourself believe in the literal truth of the Bible? Well, the Bible is at the heart of everything we do. But, but I mean, do you yourself literally believe in things like, you know, the miracle of the Good Samaritan? Well, that's not a miracle. No, OK. All he did was cross the road. Right, but I mean, general miracles like the washing of the seven... Well, well I mean, in this day and age, I mean, I think... OK, that... what about the virgin birth? Right, OK. Well, I certainly do believe in the central importance of the virgin birth in the framework of Christian faith. Right. But, I mean, we're all creatures of our time, and some of us may no longer be able to accept as literally true the idea that someone who's a virgin could become pregnant. Well, I mean, no. That'd be a miracle. Yes. Lilies are my favourite flower. I adore the scent. Really? There's something very heady about it. And I know that... Oh, yes, that's very... Uh, nice, isn't it? Mm, yes. And I know that Andrew... Yeah, thank you. And yes. I know that Andrew likes it too, so that's nice. Yes. I discovered that quite by accident. Really? One week I'd decided on lilies, and I had one left over just by chance. Yes. And I put it in a little vase on the desk in his office and left it there. Right, I couldn't think what else to do with it. No. And later on, when he came in, he spent quite a long time on his own just sniffing it. Really? Yeah. On his own? Well, I was still there, but he didn't know that, obviously. Right, of course, no. Uh, I don't know if you remember that slogan, a dog is for life, not just for Christmas. No. No. No, right. Well, it was a campaign run by somebody like the RSPCA at Christmas time. Um, it's about... Richard and Louise are getting married in two weeks' time and have arrived for their prenuptial check-up and rehearsal. And the slogan was, a dog is for life, not just for Christmas. No, I definitely haven't heard it. No. Right. Anyway, uh, what I, I remember was, it. Anyway, what I was going to say was, uh, I think marriage is pretty much like that. Like a dog? Well, just in the sense Well, of... that's right, I've already got a dog, haven't I? Yes. Right. Gomez. Yes. Good. So, how did you two first meet? Even though Richard has a deceptively interesting job as a trading standards officer in High Wycombe, Louise works in London for a PR company dealing mainly with clients in the world of financial money. And there she was, just standing there on her own. And I thought, there is a God. Really? Not literally, of course. They met each other quite by irony, just three months ago at the wedding of a neutral friend. And she was looking so sad and so beautiful. And I thought, you know, how can someone that sad possibly be beautiful? Yes. And Louise, did you realise when you first saw Richard that you were looking at your future husband? No. Well, no, of course she didn't. She wasn't thinking about that. She'd just been dumped by a boyfriend. Really? God, why? Sorry. Uh, can you imagine it? I mean, um, you've actually got quite a bit of chocolate. Yeah, okay. You're going out with a guy for four years. I mean, living together, everything, the full works. And you're deeply in love with him. Well, you hope to spend the rest of your life with him, for God's sake. And he chooses the morning of your friend's wedding to tell you he's leaving you for some model he's met. I mean, what's that all about? I don't know. It's disgusting. It's funny how things work out, though, isn't it? There you are, Louise, really in your hour of need, and who should appear but Richard? Yes. He's a good man, I know he is, but that's such a pressure to live with. I am married to a good man, do you therefore assume that I'm a good woman? Yes, of course. Yes, 
No, I mean, I mean, no. But what gives you the right to expect that? Nothing. What I don't... if I don't want to be good? Well, then you could. I mean, if I was married to an electrician, people wouldn't expect me to rewire their house for them. You know, after dinner, we thought you'd like to stick in a couple of dimmer switches. Oh, yes, lovely. Dimmer switches? Oh, that's outrageous. It's like being married to the mob, but in reverse. You know, you walk into a pub or, I don't know, a shop or something, and the piano player stops playing. A piano shop? Yes. And everybody turns and stares, and they're thinking, you see that woman over there? Yes. See that woman over there? Her husband is a really good listener. Right. And, I mean, you could be deaf as a post. They don't know that. And there was a scent of, um, you know... What are those flowers? I don't know. Probably roses of the, you know, valley. So, there we were. Uh, I was sitting next to the most beautiful girl I'd ever seen. And you were, um... Well, you were basically just crying, weren't you? Yes. And I suddenly thought, this is probably never going to happen again. Not someone like me. Anyway... Never going to get another chance like this. So, right out of the blue, I just said, why don't we spend the rest of our lives together? And you said, yeah, all right, why not? Right. Well, I was absolutely, you know, couldn't... I mean, basically, what can I say? Major result. Yes. yes. Ever since then, I've just been walking on air, haven't we? Yeah. i tell you, the first time I uh, took home to meet my parents, they couldn't believe it, because... She's so beautiful, and I'm just basically such a dork. Yeah. I mean, everybody I introduce to, my friends and that, they're just like, you jammy bastard, how do you manage that? You're such a dork. Yes, all right. Uh, good. Uh, OK, well, I mean, um, do you want to have a little chat about the service itself now? Yeah, go for it. Louise, are you all right? No. No, she isn't. Do you believe in the resurrection? Well, the resurrection is probably the most powerful symbol we have of God's power on Earth. So you do believe in it? Well, I mean, um... I mean, I think to get hung up on this whole thing of literal belief is a bit of a distraction from what's really important, certainly to my faith. Yes, right. So when they rolled away the stone, it's not really important where he'd gone. Well... It's a bit of a mix-up with the... You know, at the look, um... Christ is here with us now. Is he? He's everywhere in our lives. Right. To me, that's what's important. Yes. So, you don't actually believe in it, then, not really. But you... But it, um... Right. At the start, it was really different. He was the handsome young priest. He was a bit like Richard Chamberlain in that... What was it? Um, ooh. Oh, you uh, know. He was the priest torn apart by passions he couldn't control. I'm sorry, it I was didn't complete turn. crap. Oh, that, yes, of course. I'll get stuck into the olives, by the way. Oh, no, that's fine. No, 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 you must. They're all yours. I don't want to hog them. No, I'll be very offended if you don't. Right, OK. No, there was a time when he was... All fired up by, I don't know, missionary zeal. And that was really attractive. Mm. And there was a novelty of it. In fact, in a way, the whole thing was a turn-on. Was it? And it was fun. We used to joke about the missionary position. Right. And he used to come home straight from work and defrock me regularly. Ooh. Were you all right? Yes, I just swallowed a stone. I'm fine. But that was, oh, God, I don't know, nearly 20 years ago. I mean, are you married? Um, well, yes. Are you? Yes. Right. Well, have you found that that's so happened to you? So, how, when did... What kind of... Do you believe in God? Me? Yes. No. Right. No. Right. And, I mean, so does that cause any sort of friction between you at all? Sadly not. Right. So, basically, uh, if you pick this up in the next five minutes, give me a call. If not, I'll see you back at Mum's house later. Also, I love you very much, and I am the luckiest man on earth. 
Their informal chat at the rectory over, Richard and Louise have now gone over to the church for a brief run-through of the ceremony, with the exception of Louise, who hasn't. Well, you've got to remember, it's quite an emotional time for her. Yes, well, I mean, if you want to... Women do cry, they just do. Yes, if you want to just uh, come back another time when you both had a chance... What about the rehearsal? Well, I don't really see how we can do it without Louise. Well, I mean, this is the only free time I've got between now and the real thing. I haven't even got any shoes yet. Really? Well, I don't really see what we can usefully achieve. Well, OK, without... then couldn't he read in the lines? What, Ray? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no, no, but it's, it's Roy, actually. But, yeah, um, Roy. Yes, but I, I... I mean, you wouldn't have to impersonate or anything. No, he, no, no, he... no, but I... This... I mean, you know, just pretend I'm not here. OK, we'll pretend you're Louise. No. Perfect. No, no, it wouldn't... I mean, surely, I mean, it's against the rules of Almighty God, isn't it? Richard is preparing himself to play the part of the male-male lead in a piece of ecumenical theatre almost certainly older than ecumenuensis himself. Richard, will you take this man to be your wedded wife? Um, woman, obviously. Yes, woman. Uh, will you take this woman to be your wedded wife? To live together after God's holy ordinance in the holiest state of matrimony? I will. No, not yet. Oh, OK, sorry. Will you love her? Yes. Comfort her? I will. No, Richard, just relax. I'll tell you when to... Oh, yes, OK. Right. Good. <clears throat> will you love her, comfort her, honour her and keep her in sickness and in health, and forsaking all others, remain faithful to her as long as you both shall live? I will. I will. I will. No, it's just Richard at that point. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. Sorry. No, it's OK. It's just, you know, nerves. Don't worry, be fine. Yeah. People come to him in all sorts of states and just want someone to listen. And he is a great listener. Yes, tremendous. Good. That's that done. Um, but I sometimes look at him at the end of a long... What? There's this too. Sorry. I sometimes look at him at the end of a long day, if I happen to be here doing something. Yes. And I think, who is it that he can go to for help when he's feeling low and just needs to talk? Yes. Well, I mean, perhaps his one. No one. No one, no, right. And then I feel very sad. Mm. OK, now, Louise. Yes. Will you take this man to Bo the... Woman. No, I am a man. Oh, yes, sorry. No, that's right, just relax. Yes. Will you take this man to be your wedded husband, to live together after God's holy ordinance in the holiest state of matrimony? Will you obey him, love... Ah, uh, yes. Not sure about the obeying. There is an alternative form of words if you uh, like. It's difficult. Um, I haven't really well, talked about it. Leave it in for now and you can let me know. Yes, all right. OK. Will you obey him, love him? Actually, I'm sorry. I, I think I would feel happier if it wasn't there. Right. I'm sorry. Um, no, that's all right. You must say what you feel. Well, I suppose what, what I feel... Well, should we leave it out for now and you can let me know? Yes, OK. Right. Thank you. Oh, really? Will you love him, comfort him, honour him and keep him in sickness and in health and, forsaking all others, remain faithful to him as long as you both shall live? I will. Right. Good, right. I do what I can. I hope I do my best, but uh, I am not a perfect man. No. So do your congregation know that you don't believe in the resurrection or the virgin? I do believe in them. Yes, of course, but not actually believe in them. Do, do they know that? Well, I don't make a point. Because, I mean, presumably quite a lot of them do believe in those things. I mean, I mean, really believe in them. Well, yes, I should imagine some of the older and more traditional members might do, yes. Yeah, so does that put you in a slightly awkward position as a vicar at all? Well, um... I just mean in the sense that you're up there in the pulpit preaching, but you don't actually believe in it, whereas they already do. I mean, really, maybe it should be the other way around. You know, a bit. I, I just mean, you know, what is it that you're actually preaching to them? Um, 
So why is it that all churches face east at one end? I don't know. Right. Up until now, you'll have been holding your father's hand. Roger. Roger. Uh, so at this point, I say, who is giving this woman to be married to this man? And you let go of his hand. Good. And then I take your right hand, Louise. Oh, right. And then, Richard, you take that hand in your right hand. Right. Okay? Yes. Mm. And then repeat after me. I should be looking into Louise's eyes at this point, shouldn't I? No. Well, that's... well yes, you could. No, but I mean, you don't have to, does he? It's not in the Bible. But, and then repeat after me. Oh, okay. I, Richard... Take you. I, Richard. To... No, 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 wait a minute. Let me get a bit more out. Oh, okay, sorry. That's okay. I, Richard, take you, Ray. Roy. Take you, Roy. I mean, Louise. I, Richard, take you, Louise. I, Richard, take you, Louise. As my wedded wife. To have and to hold. To have and to hold. From this day forward. From this day forward. For better or worse. No, 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 wait a minute. No, we've gone wrong. I'm repeating after you now. All right, sorry. No, uh, should we start again? Yes, okay. Sorry. That's all right. Okay? Right. I, Richard. I, Richard. Take you, Louise. Take you, Louise. As my wedded wife. To have and to hold. From this day forward. For better or worse. For richer By eight o'clock in the evening, most people would expect their working day to have ended. But for Andrew, it's not over until it's over. And it's not over, so it's not over. It's fantastic. You've done brilliantly, Margaret. Haven't you, Sarah? Yes, it's a riot. Rather like being a woman, being a vicar is something that goes with you no matter where you are and no matter why you're doing it. Whilst everybody else here is free to get on with the business of letting each other's hair down, Andrew is still on duty. If these are his flock, then the dog collar around his neck marks him out discreetly but clearly as their sheepdog. So in general, what is the most important quality for a vicar to have? The most important? Well, yes. Do you know this? No. No, I'm sorry, what is it? Uh, well, no, I don't know. Should we ask someone else? Well, OK, then. Do you ever get the feeling that there are people somewhere having more fun than you are? In life, I mean. Well, um... Well, you must do, surely. Well, what do you mean? Oh, I don't mean to be cynical or ungrateful. It's a miracle that all these people have been fed with just some loaves and fish paste. Oh, is that what it is? And, I mean, I like a fish paste sandwich as much as anyone, but there's only so many you can eat in one lifetime. I know it's unreasonable of me to want more out of life. I mean, I think there are some sausage rolls left. Oh, no, there aren't, sorry. No, it seems to be going pretty well. Everybody seems to be enjoying themselves, yes. having fun, mm. so that's good. When I was 24 and I was suddenly seized by this absolute conviction that I had to go into the church... Yes. I needn't have done it, you know. I needn't have done anything about it. Um. It was a phase. I think it would have passed. Right. I went through a pretty low patch after my husband left me, but I'm glad it's all happened now. I mean, it's taught me a lot. You know, this is not a rehearsal. You only get one go at it. I mean, I'm 47. No, really, I am. And I feel no. stronger now than I've ever done. I mean, you know, this is me. Right, is it? So Take it or leave it. Thank you. So, as a lay member of the church, do you think that people's perceptions and expectations oh, of the clip... Oh, What's the matter? This is such a great record. Oh, right. Margaret, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but do you know where we keep the spoon? Come on, you're going to dance. Oh, no, I really don't think I... You are going to dance. No, but Margaret, no, I'm I think you free. probably are. By 9.30, it's nearly 10 o'clock. 
Do you know I lost my virginity to a Barry White record? Really? Um, which one? No, sadly, you only get one. Right, yes, of course. Isn't life disappointing? Can I get you a cranberry juice? In the end, what do we want from men or from women like Andrew Treverton? On the one hand, we need to feel that they're people like us. But with that same hand, we want to feel their difference, clinging still to the notion that they are set apart from us by mere virtue of their virtue. If, in an analytical age, we no longer believe the message, where does that leave the messenger, whose message it is to deliver that message to those who may already be listening with deaf ears? Yeah.